Okay, reading from the Srimad Bhagavatam. You can all see me too? Am I too hidden here? Okay. Okay, thank you. Uh, Canto 10, chapter 24, text 35. You can just shut that. No, behind you is the... Uh, Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Krishna's Twanyantamam Rupam. Kopa Vishram Ganam Gata. Shalosmiti Brahmamburi. Krishna then assumed an unprecedented, huge form to declare faith, but still faith in the cowherd men, declaring, I am Govardhan Hill. He ate the abundant offerings. Om Timarandasya Gananjana Shalakaya. Chaksur Unlatam Yena Tazmai Shri Gudavenamaha Sri Chaitanya Mano Bhishtam Stapitam Yena Bhutale Sayam Rupa Kadamayam Dadati Sapadantikam Vanchakalpa Tarubhyascha Kripasindu Bhayevacha Patitanam Pabane Bhyo Vaishnave Bhyo Namo Namah Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Sri Advaita Gadadhar Sri Vasade Gaur Bhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare I think it's so important to speak engaging uh, you can shut that door too, okay? Thank you. Engaging Krishna Kata. Is there someone coming? Because the way we advance in the path of bhakti is absorption in God in the form of his nam, name, root, form, Guna qualities and Leela, his pastimes. That absorption uh, invokes within us ourself because who we are is in connection with God. We mentioned before in the Yoga Sutras that in terms of not mantra, there's Vajya. There's the object and vachika, there's the expression of the object. Mentions this in Yoga Sutras that in terms of mantra, there's no difference. The expression of the object and the object are the same. Where in prakrita or material sounds, there's a difference. I give the example if you say water, you can't bathe with the sound, you can't quench your thirst with the sound, you can't clean with the sound. So, but when you chant the name, 
the vachika is the object, the sound is not different than the object. And by absorption in that sound or the form or the qualities or the lila, it invokes your love. We are consciousness which reaches its perfection in devotion or love. We're meant for love. That's our, our nature. I hope that you, if you can figure out that pen better than me. Twist. Okay, you did. I told you I'm technologically challenged. I, I, I can't even figure out how to use a pen. I was... You made me forget that beautiful line you just said. <laughs> What's that? I forgot the line I was about to write. You just said, Yeah. We're meant to be loved. We're meant for love. Amen. We're meant for love. Mm -hmm. And the example I gave is when I saw a calf born. And immediately there was that energy. And what is that energy? The energy is who the calf is. The calf is the child of the cow. And it also gives the identity of the cow. That energy is the cow is the mother of the calf. So when we become absorbed in Krishna Kata, in, in the stories of Krishna, it intellectually gives us the right conception, but also emotionally, it gives us the right connection. We start to feel our connection with God. Anyway, I like to present Krishna Kata, but I find that the best way for me to help people get absorbed, the way the best way for people to get absorbed is if the Leela is couched in some philosophical understanding. In fact, without some philosophical understanding, it's actually hard to hear the Leela because what you hear is dependent on what you understand and that depends on knowledge also. Like you could, you could, I gave the example that once I was giving a class in the Bhakti Center on Radharani, Radharani's appearance day. And there was such a variety of people there. So I was trying to create a message that would unify everyone. So I started with the point. I told them to look at the picture on the wall and it's, it's, it's Radha and Krishna and the Astika Sakis, the eight gopis. I said, a new person walks in there, what do they see? Someone who's been, you know, more mature, what do they see? Someone who, who's on the highest level of consciousness, what they see. So your understanding, your attitude very much determines what you perceive. And if you have the wrong understanding or attitude, you won't perceive something even if it makes an impression on your senses. So there's always a, a philosophical basis um, to have the proper understanding. And therefore, 80% of Shastra is to give a philosophical basis of reality so that you can have a relationship with reality. 
the whole goal of our, our lives is relationship. We know that because the most important thing here is relationship. You can be the richest person in the world, the most powerful person, but if you had bad relationships, you're not happy. In fact, there are scientific studies done that even the, the most important factor in your health is the number of quality relationships you have in your life. I'm kind of giving this prelude because by this time in the Bhagavatam, it's mostly just Leela. Because I'm looking at the commentaries and there are, there, there are very few commentaries. And, and somehow or other, I don't think that's my forte, just the Leela. Anyway, we'll try anyway to discuss the Leela and give it the proper, proper understanding. So let me give the philosophical import I feel of this story. The philosophical import of this story is the theme of the whole Bhagavatam. Because according to our tradition, and also I know Vallabha's commentaries, the most important verse of the Paribhasa Sutra, the verse or the, that gives the sutra or the thread, the theme, the theme is that conception which connects, excuse me a second, is what connects everything in a body of work or body of creation, even if they're apparently unconnected. You were a journalist, so you, you, you write articles. Every paragraph has to be connected to one point. So same thing in every book, it has one point. And every class should have one point. There's also a theme of the material world. There's so many varieties of things that happen, but it's all based on liberation. Everything is meant to bring you to a higher, to bring you to understanding of yourself. So the Paribhasa Sutra of the Bhagavatam is, is Krishna's two bhakti. Ete chamsa kala pumsa, Krishna's to Bhagavan Swayam. There are many different incarnations, but the original one is Krishna. The fullest manifestation of being is love. What does that mean? Your relationships define you. Your daughter or mother or a friend, lover, boss, servant. And therefore, Krishna is called Akila Rasam Murti, the Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu, Akila Rasamrita Murti, the complete embodiment of all relationships. It's God when God reveals his full being and love. So, that's called Bhagavan Swayam. We say the original personality of Godhead, but everything's existing eternally. The original means the fullest. For example, there's a, a person, he, he, he's a high court judge and he goes to the office. 
so he covers his intimate side because position covers personality. So when he goes home, his full being comes out, which is his love. He, really what that person is more than anything else is a father, a son, a, a lover, a friend. That full being comes out. So the original personality of God, and even though there are all aspects of God are eternally existing, at least in our tradition is Krishna. Because Krishna is all attractive. And what's all attractive? All attractive means personality. He's all attractive. So that point is being presented in the Bhagavatam and the theological basis behind that is ultimately what we are is a relationship with God. Our conception of the ultimate reality is rasa vaisaha. He is that rasa. He is that love. And our ultimate reality is to participate in that because that's what the ultimate reality is. Is we're to participate and feel that and that feeling of love is the feeling of self, and it, it, it and it's universal love because it's a God. Twasmin param prema rupa, and it's the highest form of love. So, the Bhagavatam tries to establish that. And this story particularly establishes that. And Krishna comes to establish that. He, he comes to establish the ultimate reality. He, he, he comes to establish that ultimate reality. That there is a consciousness of being which nothing is different than which we have an eternal relationship with of service and taking shelter of. It's just like the child's constitution is in the arms of the mother. Why? Because that's what the child is. The child is a, a relation. What the child is is a relationship to the mother. We are the relationship to the divine. And to actually experience that. And all other, according to this tradition, according to the Gita, which says, of all the Vedas, I am to be known. It's not sectarian. There's one God. And he, he appears in many, many ways. But when we say Krishna, it's kind of like you have a president and the president is, is the white, uh, the, the president is a husband, the president is a father. So these are different aspects of the person. But the personal name indicates all the aspects. 
So the person named Krishna means all attractive. It's all the aspects of God. It's the personal aspect of God. So, we, by the way, if I'm not so lucid today, we had a fantastic lunch. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't mind because my audience also slept during the afternoon. The cook is here laughing to the light. Our ashram here is famous for its prasadam. I, I can tell you, I'll introduce you after the people. Our lunch, we have the best. Our, our specialty is sauteed coconut sauce paneer. But our, our spinach with fennel seeds, organic, we all like organic vegetables now. The perfect kitchen. So I'm just rambling on, just trying to get my consciousness clear so I can give class. <laughs> but uh, the people here are sympathetic to me because they have the same problem as me. But I will get clear in a minute. Okay. Okay, I'll, I'll get to the point here. Um, this is what Krishna came to establish, that the ultimate reality is divine and our ultimate position is a relationship with that. And it's a very high consciousness if we gradate consciousness in terms of freedom from ego and selflessness. So it's a very high consciousness to actually accept oh my god so, uh, someone's calling me with three others I'll be right back Everybody, I have I have to just accept something. I'll be right back. Okay, here I am. We're gonna get something out of today's class. I, I mean, I told you this Leela is a little difficult, but so that's the objective. That's the objective that Krishna wants us to understand. And it's, it's, it comes out very, I'm, I'm going to explain a point that will explain everything. Um, I'll share with you my Monday morning greetings, which is called the Yoga of Intention. And it deals with one of the verses, it deals with one of the verses in this chapter where Krishna wants to stop this ritual because he doesn't want his family to establish that this is the proper thing to do. And they're performing a ritual to, to Indra for the rains, which has some purpose on a particular level. So Krishna asked, before he, he even argues his father to stop the ritual, he asked that um, he tells his father, 
do you know what you, why you're doing this, what the purpose is? Because if you, if, how can you be successful in something if you don't know what you're doing? So why are you doing this? So the point that I wanted to resolve is what's the relationship between doing an activity and knowing the purpose of that activity and the result of that activity? How much does knowing what you're doing, that is a result, how much does the result of a particular ritual depend on knowing what you're doing? And it's a difficult subject because rituals are, are set up, they're Shastric, they're, they're, they're gods, they come from Shastra. And 80% of all Shastra is Karmakanda. And what Karmakanda means is fruitive activity. You do something for a particular result. You want a, a, a wife, you worship this. You want a husband, you worship this. You want to be wealthy, you worship this. And Krishna has set up the world where there's a reciprocation between a particular activity and the result. So in one sense, it really doesn't matter. If you perform the ritual properly, you get the result. And I know that from my Tantra friend, Madhava Mishra, who's literally the most powerful tantric in India, who always offers my name into the sacrifice for my well-being. He's that close with me. Um, and and, it, and it's, it, 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 it's so based on doing it at the proper time, pronouncing it in the proper way, offering the substances of the proper quality, and if you do that, there's a result. But the reason, the most important reason why you have to know the purpose of what you're doing is to understand if what you're doing is appropriate for you. Because different rituals and different activities are suitable at different levels of spiritual evolution. So if you know the purpose of it, then you can determine whether I should be doing this or not. If you do it, you'll get the result. But it may not be the result that, that's, that's required for you. When you look at, at it from a, a, a perspective of spiritual evolution. And in fact, in that particular system of Vedic rituals, 
it was really a strategy for whole society to be socialized. Because when there's some religion, some expectation, and some faith in that, then it has a way of getting people to have boundaries on their carnal or animal tendencies. I saw this interview with someone. He's a real cool guy, and I never never thought he would have expected to say it. But what he said is, yeah, no, tradition is important because without it, we're animals. There's nothing external to our selfishness to have. Of course, we can, in other words, when it's codified in, in, in a society like that. So you can imagine what chaos there is in society today because there's no standards. There's no standards. So, and we can see that because of that, there's more depression, there's more drug use, there's more broken homes, there's more, right? Like my parents, my parents, when I grew up, there was no such thing as divorce. There's no such thing as divorce in my, among my parents. I, I couldn't even think of one. It would be shocking if someone was divorced. So he kept family intact. And today it's hard to meet someone sometimes whose both parents are together. So you can see these kind of rituals, rules, traditions, etc. So especially in those days, the whole society, even Krishna and Dwarka set example of so many morning rituals and things like that, just to conform everyone to something higher than themselves. That's what's preventing just someone being an absolute animal or demon. That there's, that there's something higher than myself. I remember one person I know, he was a very staunch brahmachari. And then he got married and he shared his realization with me. He said, I understood that there's something higher than myself. There's a fan, there's a partnership. So it's spiritual in society. It's spiritual because the partnership means there's something higher than just me. And then there's a family. There's something higher than just a partnership. Then there's a community. Is something higher than just the 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 the, the, fam the family, and then there's there there's God. If it's done properly, there's something higher than even the nation or um, the community. It's a nation, and higher than the nation is humanity, and higher than humanity is is everything, not just humans, animals. Everything's God. So it helps you. To, to rise above the limited selfish, selfish conception of the self that roots you in this world. So society was structured like that and it had a very slow process of evolving the soul by following behavior and following rituals, maybe life after life, elevating the consciousness. But now when Krishna is appearing, Priyanalpa, Yashashupa, Kalabas, Min, Yugejanaha, 
Manda Sumanda Mateo Manda Bhagar Upadruta. In this age of Kali, people are short lived, praying out by Yashai. Kalabas gauge Manda, they're lazy, the spiritual things. Sumanda Mateya Manda Bhaga, they're very unfortunate. Because even, even if you look for a spiritual teacher, everybody's advertising is so hard to determine. And Upadruta, and we're always disturbed. People can't follow very technical things and discipline. But there's one advantage of this age that even though we're not materially qualified, we can become spiritually qualified. In other words, spiritually qualified means you just have to bow your head on the floor and surrender. But that's a very high qualification because that's antithetical to every reason we're embodied, which is to control, enjoy, and center ourselves. Very, very difficult. So what Krishna is actually saying is, is, is something very interesting. What is the purpose? And if you know the purpose, you're not gonna be doing what you're doing. Because if the purpose is self-realization and, and the purification of consciousness, you can't even perform these rituals properly. You can't even get the prakriti result. And it won't help you to become purified. You may get the re material result, but I'm coming and saying, surrender unto me. I'm coming and saying, sarva dharma prityaja, mam ekam sharanam braja, aham tvam sarva pape byo, moksiyasyami masucha. I'm saying, don't worry, I will protect you. Just take shelter. Just be the fish that goes in the water. Be the child that goes in the mother's arms. Take this, be the soul who takes shelter of the divine. So it's very interesting, even though Krishna is saying, you're not qualified to do these rituals that were done in other ages, somehow or other, you're qualified for the highest thing. And what's your qualification for the highest thing? The qualification for your highest thing is humility. And in this Kali Yuga, it's easy to become helpless and seek a power greater than yourself. You know, there's this 12-step process, this recovery process. There's this recovery process. And the first thing is that I'm helpless and I seek a higher power. And who becomes qualified for that? The people who are, are, are the most downtrodden. So the people who are most downtrodden develop the greatest qualification for, uh, for, 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 for a higher spiritual consciousness. 
like, you know, you couldn't imagine, I said this before, like Donald Trump walking into a room and, and meeting Putin. And then they go, please accept my humble obeisances. <laughs> and, then they, and, and then they hug. And, and Donald Trump's with his hands like this and Putin with his hands like this. So they have so much power, but they can't do that. And that's spiritual consciousness. Or maybe they can do it, and that's what karma is. Maybe in the next life, they're so beaten down with reactions to, to what they've done. And maybe that's us. Maybe, uh, now I'm going to blow people's minds. Maybe we would trump in our last lives. <laughs> maybe. And now we're, oh, oh, Radha, oh, Krishna, please engage me in your service. So that's the connection. And that's what Krishna came to give. And that's why he's saying, worship Govardhan Hill. In other words, perform devotional service. These are the things that are most dear to me. So for today, somehow or other, the class is a little shorter. That's my inspiration. I, I'll just say that um, I went to Radha Kun today, sat by the bank and chanted, humbly put some water in my head, humbly bathed in absolute gratitude for being in Govardhan Hill, where it's just a stone's throw to Radha Kun. It's a stone's throw to the hill. And uh, um, yeah. And uh, I even, I should say one thing too. I'm, I'm going to have two more retreats. I'm doing one in Kali. Then we're going to, if we have enough people, we're going to do one in Pumpkin Hollow between. July 7th and 9th. If anyone's interested, they should write us and those will be the first ones that get contacted if we have enough room. Uh, Ari Kirtan Elizabeth are gonna help me organize it. So that's the original Bhakti Immersion. I started the original retreats. There weren't retreats before I started that Bhakti Immersion. And uh, they're so memorable. So, you know, we can spend two full days together. It'll be so uplifting for our consciousness. So if you want to go, even if you think you can go, you're not 100% sure. We just want to get a, a basic number of people that can come. Um, and uh, then I'm thinking, I think it's the sixth around there, around around the beginning of September, around Labor Day. I'm not sure exact dates, but there's Janmashtami and Prabhupada's appearance day. And probably again with Jai Jagannath, they'll have a five-day retreat. And I'm thinking more and more of Govard on my home. So I'm thinking of going to the West. I might think of going to the West. I'm just visiting the West. I'm living here. 
So I'm thinking this year of maybe coming back from Purushot to Mamas and performing some type of austerities. Maybe walk half around the hill every day. Um, it's supposed to be a very incredibly potent month of devotional service. And as I'm getting older, I want to take more and more advantage of my retired life to be here in the Holy Dal. Okay, so um, um, let's see. Uh, anybody like to say hello? This was very Krishna Maharaj. Well, first of all, yay about the Bhakti immersion. Put me down. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Put me down on that list because you know I love those Bhakti immersions, Maharaj. I, I will be there with my tent. <laughs> so I will be there. Oh, oh, that's right. You'll be there with your tent. I that's will right. pitch my tent <laughs> in my usual place behind that little bush. So <laughs> count me in. Okay. On an email, just send us a thing. You should get it on the email. Okay. I will. Yeah. So, um, and about the class, I really just liked how you did this buildup of what partnership, what, what relationship, what partnership, what community should be, that it's constantly, here's something, a partnership, here's something that's making something bigger than myself. Here's a family, something bigger than myself. Here's community, something dedicating something bigger than myself, and finally God. And it's it really is a testament to the Barnashram system, the, you know, there really are ashrams. How do I make my life so it's not more me, 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 but it's constantly looking at partnerships and family and community as dedicating myself to something bigger than myself as opposed to my selfish desires. So I really love the way you you built that up, Maharaj. Right. And in the process, we have to be careful that we don't make those things something smaller than ourselves. Right. Because that's, you know... You know, rather than you, you, humanity, we're national. Rather than national, we're, we're, we're sectarian community. Rather than sectarian community, we're just, you know, our family. You know, so it, it, it can cut both ways. So, yeah. Okay. Hi, Bo. Okay. Anybody else? Hare Krishna. Maharaj, thank you very much. This is Krishna. Yeah. I also liked very much that we meant for love. Can't hear you. Don't hear me. You don't okay, hear me. Okay, now, guys. Yes. Go thank you very much. I also liked that we meant for love and that we have no uh, material qualification. Uh, but, but we can have spiritual qualification because we can easily feel that we are really nothing and that we okay. depends totally depends on God. Thank you. On okay. Krishna. I will. Anybody else? Hare Krishna Gumaraj, Tota Gopinath here. So good to hear from you. Okay, we'll see you soon. I'll see you in almost like a week, right? Yeah, just like seven, seven, eight days, something like that. Okay, great. Anybody else?
Ergish and Garage, it's Logavinda. And Brudja. Thanks okay. for the class. Hey, Brudja, I saw you. You signed up yeah. immediately. <laughs> that was fun, though. Yeah. yeah. I, I was actually just recently thinking, like, man, I missed the Bhakti immersion. So I'll definitely be there. I mean, I won't be in a tent. Definitely not. But I will <laughs> I'll be there. Well, I hope that this person can maintain you better than just a tent. <laughs> <laughs> Were you, you, were you in a tent before? No. Oh, no, no. No, I'm just no saying, of course not. I, uh, she was excited <laughs> to be in a tent. And I, I'm, I'm saying I'm not in a tent. <laughs> okay, yeah. We couldn't get three days, but I think two days will be just really nice. Yeah, that's that's great. That's a great little getaway. Yeah, it's a, yeah I, I'm also happy, too, and I really feel we have the, the numbers to do it now, even though I do three yeah. retreats now for the summer. Yeah. 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 Wow, that's great. Okay, great. Great. Great to see you. Looking forward to seeing you. Great to see you. Yeah. Okay. Right. My main man, Raghunath Vrindavan, is coming to, for lunch tomorrow. Oh, nice. Tell him I said, Harry. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Harry Bo. Harry Bo. Quickly, anybody else? Hare Krishna Maharaj. Isabel. Isabel, you also signed up. Yes. Great. As soon as I got the email. Will I see you on the 11th? Yes, you will. And I'm bringing men also. Fantastic. Fantastic. Great. Thank you for that. Anybody else? Hare Krishna, Gurudev. Hare Krishna. Samala. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Good. Thank you. Thank you very much. Nice to see nice you. Nice to see you always. Wow. Okay. Anybody else? Maraj, thank you for class. It's really good to see Man. you. Are you working on my little Govardhan? I am. <laughs> okay. I'm looking forward to see you on the 11th. Okay? Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Good. Anybody else? Okay, I'm, I'm going to head out now. Why don't you cope with through this? Uh,